This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 47. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode 47. I'm Scott, and here with me are Maine Coon Will. <laughs> Maine what? Maine Coon. Like Maine Coon. It's a cat. The big it's cat. A cat. It's, it's a, a big, big cat. cat. Big furry cat. It's, oh. a, it's magic cats. Yeah. Oh, Everyone's a cat. cat. I'm going to guess I know what that is and go. <laughs> They're big, big cats. Okay, I'm going to guess it goes like this. <laughs> yes. No, it's just furry. It's just a regular cat. It's, furry. A, it's just a big old cat. Oh, okay. It's a big old cat. Okay. It's not like those cats that y'all told me about that I said, what are oh, you talking Oh, Savannah cat. It's not a Savannah well, cat. We all need to compare notes about cats. <laughs> You're not supposed to say Savannah cat yet because I was going to say <laughs> oh, Savannah cat, Rebecca. Well, ignore that. We'll just, okay, we'll just get, cut that part out. And now I'm we can say it. I'm not going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to say it. Okay. Are you going to say hello, Will? Or is that was your hello? No, that's it. Okay. I'm, right. good. I'm not cutting any of this, by the way. <laughs> And Savannah Cat, Rebecca. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Catches the Savannah Cat. Well, there you go, yeah. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 62, Magic Cats. Hey, the air date was December 2nd, 1985. In this episode, Catra and She-Ra are transported to an underground cat world where Catra assumes the throne. <laughs> I thought I was looking at it. It looked funny, too. There's another way that you misspelled world. Are you, uh, Rebecca, if you can't understand her, she's picking on all the typos that are in the script, okay? <laughs> and, I, and I only read what's on the thing, and it was very confusing. Uh, I'm like, who's Catra? <laughs> Kata <laughs> and Worlded. Kata. All right. All right. Kata went to the cat world. This is the best I could do while I'm supposed to be working, okay? <laughs> yes, you have to type really fast. So you may be wondering what kind of stupid crap I'm getting into today. And we're gonna If you like work- cat videos, you'll love this episode. Yes. There's a lot of talking I mean, cats. I feel like before we if you should like even start- the musical cats. Right. I think you would like this episode. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have a cat. If you have a cat. If you have two cats. I feel like I should just say, like, since we're talking about crazy She-Ra stuff, I'm getting to, I'm, guys, I'm getting to feel like we're never going to figure out who the Red Knight is. Oh, you're still on that? You're still on that. I thought you were going to say, you know, like, I just think we're just not going to get a bad episode of She-Ra because they've all been so fun and wacky uh-huh. lately. I really have enjoyed that. It is a good one. And, and this one included. But no, there is no Red Knight in Magic Cats. <laughs> this is one that on paper, I'm like, why did you pick it? But then you watch it and you're like... Sweet. Well, it, yeah, and one did, of those when I saw the episode, I was like, I just have to see how somebody put did, this together. Did, did I have see, to see this. Opening scene. Looky. He's yes, he, he, he asked me right first, there. For, first thing. First thing. The very first thing. And like turning away, looking coyly away from us. See me now? Here I am. Now, this is Ketra. Act one is perfect. The risk you're taking. The risk is worth it, Adora. My father and I hate the Horde's rule. Our only regret is that we cannot give more to the rebellion. And then, and then, dashing man in uh, with the mustache shows up. 
And he is the, what's his name? I forget his name. Prince Orwall. Prince Orwall. And he's, he's helping the rebellion by taking supplies to them. Well, he says that um, they have to be careful because the horde might be spying on them. And you can't help but think about Lookie looking at them like a creeper (laughs) in the corner. Uh, But sure enough, somebody is spying on them. And uh, Catra is uh, watching him bring supplies to the rebels. And uh, Adora is um, thanking thanking the prince. And so uh, Catra ambushes them and startles the prince's horse um stormwind i think was his name or something oh like that. i didn't even catch that and, uh, and stormwind runs away and in the turmoil uh, adora tells um the prince to take Swiftwind. and i was just thinking like i guess that stormwind's dead i guess he's dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, he ran away he's good okay, <laughs> okay. yeah yeah they didn't and even I, try to save him that horse is I've, looking out for numero uno i feel <laughs> like the, true I, I feel like the princes all go to the same uh legging store Mm-hmm. Too, because they're all purple leggings. Get your there. leggings. Yeah, get your <laughs> leggings. Prince Adam wears these. <laughs> that would be how you would. Yeah. <laughs> that, that this is Prince Adam's own line. I wear these for fishing. <laughs> they're very comfortable and elastic. And then someone starts a multi level marketing company of leggings, like Prince leggings, and they have Prince on them. Prince. Prince, Prince? Oh, yes. Mm, that's yeah. pretty good. Good times, good times. Oh yeah, I also love, just real quick, how quickly uh, Prince Orwal agrees to leave, not knowing that Adora's about to turn into She-Ra. Because <laughs> right. she's just like, you'll be safe, I've got this here, just go on my horse. He's like, okay, like... Bro. Okay, young woman, good luck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, he, he did not seem too concerned, you know. I thought that was pretty funny. We can't afford to let them catch you. Take spirit. Head back to the kingdom. I feel like this young woman can take on this cat lady and five robots. Although, it was nice to see him not sassing when she gave him an order. True, true. So, Catcher's got a weird instrument that uh, Hordak gave her. It's this, like, transforming wand that can change, like, the mass and weight of stuff. And she lifts up some rock, transforms it into something that she bangs on the ground, and it makes a big... No, she was trying to trap her. She she made it into, like, a... like a, it's a, a, rock, a hot, It was a hollow... A yeah. It was like a rock prison. Okay. Yeah, and then, she tried to put it on top of She-Ra, and She-Ra just moved out of the way. This should hold even you! Well, Katra, what else did you have in... And then it, and then, and then it slammed down on the ground and mm-hmm. created a crack. Yes, a large chasm. That happens a lot in She-Ra. Yeah, a lot of chasms. They're just created there. Uh, anytime you're going to have She-Ra pair off with a villain, you got to fall into something, I guess. Yes, a maze that they have to get through together. <laughs> yeah, so they fall down that crevasse. Uh, Catcher turns into a cat to land somewhere down there. I like and, uh, that trick. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that yeah. was pretty clever. She-Ra drags her sword, and they land at different places in this labyrinth underground. Her hands must be, like, pretty calloused. I would guess so. I would hope that like her Shira powers include like magical exfoliation powers also that she just slough off skin. Yeah. And then she's like, it's like I used hand lotion. She's never had acne ever. Yeah, she wouldn't have acne. Yeah, this is part of her magical healing powers that yeah. I assume He-Man also has. Yes. And the villager's like, that sounds nice, missus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have eczema either. I wish I could find a crystal castle. (laughs) You know how to get there. White Hope would love to talk to you. (laughs) This is Percival, the kitty cat. Is it act two already? I must go forth and throw up in a corner somewhere. Hip hip. Mmm, by all that's evil. What kind of place is this? Dream 
greeting, Sir Tau. Oh, hello, Percival. Wow, wow, what have we here? So Catra walks through one of the openings in the maze and sees some anthropomorphic cats talking to one another about the return of their queen. Yes, their names are Sir Tao and Percival, which are both great cat names. Those are good names. Those are great cat names. Okay, so let's just talk about cats for a little Uh bit because, I mean, you know, what else are we going to do? Besides Sir Tao and Percival, what are some of the best cat names we may have heard? Uh, my sister liked to name things by looking at the immediate surroundings and then making animals live with that for the rest of their lives. And so we had a cat named Sunkissed. Because <laughs> it was orange, and I guess she was drinking a Sunkissed, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, that's incredible. That's definitely what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I like the name Mr. Fuzzy Whiskers. That's good. What's what Natalia Hart from wrestling? What's her cat's name that she's always trying to uh, get cat contracts for? Uh, is this a thing? Oh yeah, she's on Twitter uh, trying to trying to get some like marketing contracts for her cat all the time. That's hilarious. <laughs> she's so funny. I really enjoy that. There, there's there, there's one I've seen before. I uh, it's an Instagram, whatever Hamilton the hipster cat, and it has like a handlebar mustache. Mm. Yeah, it's like in its fur, like it's white. Is it like one of those cats that have those really angry faces? Like they look like an angry elder god? Because I, I love that kind of cat. I don't even know what that's called. Good faces. Like, like like the snub nose? Is that what you're talking Yeah, about? like they've got the little, like they look like Persian cats, I guess, or similar. Maybe they are just Persian cats, but they've got like the little snub nose and then their whiskers kind of grow, not their whiskers, their face fur. <laughs> Whatever that's called, like kind of grows in a handlebar, and they look kind of grumpy all the time. No, this this is actually like literally like a a, a I don't know, but like like the the hair is colored that way. It's oh. it's it's oh. not, it's not actually like hair shaped like that. The hair's like colored like a handlebar mustache. It's weird. That it's is, like almost perfect. That's that's interesting. That's yeah. disturbing. Do you have a name in mind? No. I just, I just want to hear about some. I just want to hear about good you cat names. You just want to be regaled with cat well, names. Well, I was just thinking about how Sir Tao and Percival were Those great are cat names. names. I like how um, Sir how, uh, Percival said that he missed the town meeting because he was taking a cat nap. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cute. Well, that was cute. I love the idea of a city of cats. Uh, this episode was written by J. Michael Straczynski. So, was it? Yeah. So, um... It, like I, when I saw his name, I was relieved. I was like, "Oh, this will, you know, this will probably be pretty fun." And I, I really do feel like they, there was uh, some care taken with this, yeah. with the cat city. He's talented. We talked a little bit before. If you're jumping on a little later and, and you're not already familiar with him, he was the guy who uh, created uh, Babylon Five, and he did a lot of really good Ghostbusters episodes. And um, he's done some uh, comics where he's 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 pretty talented, dude. Yes, so, and these these cats in this cat city, they also have an amazing crest. Did you notice, like, their royal crest? Uh It's got, like, the little cat mask on it, and that was really cute. And then they're also dressed like in Skyrim, where you have to go crash that uh, party at that one... Oh, God, what was that town called? You have to go crash a party, and you have to go buy a quilted doublet. Like, you have to go buy Uh fine clothing (laughs) from, like, one of the clothing vendors in town, or steal it. And um, that's what they were, they were all dressed like, like the quilted doublet, velveteen, so forth. Mm-hmm. These cats were well-dressed. They're like little lords. Yeah. Little lords. Little, little <sighs> lords. So Catra uh, transforms into her cat form, and she's mistaken for their um, long-lost queen. By the whiskers of size, it's the queen. The queen? 
Which is a little girl dream come true, by the mm-hmm. way, to be mistaken for a queen or a princess. <laughs> like, are you the princess? It's like, oh, finally. Yes. Yes, I'm Anastasia. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, it, incidentally, I, I really loved this take on this. Like in so many ways, I've probably mentioned this before, but I'll talk about it more now. This seems like such a great pair pairing, you know, for little girls cartoons with uh, Gem and the Holograms. Uh-huh. And Catra being mistaken for like a queen, a, a cat queen, is similar to something that happened on Gem and the Holograms in that Kimber got mistaken for a princess. Oh, and uh, Kimber was, she was from the holograms, though. She was good. So mm-hmm. this is what happens when there's a good, good girl mix up. But this was a lot like if, like, you know, Pizzazz or Roxy yeah, good from the Pizzazz. Misfits mm-hmm. had gotten mistaken for, you know, a queen. She'd be like, of course I'm a queen. Exactly. And it would have been freaking hilarious, and I would have loved it. And this is like a nice, this is like a gem episode I never got to oh, see. Oh, Pizzazz would have been so funny about that. She'd been yes. ordering people to do things she for She would have. That's so funny. So stay tuned for our Gem and the Holograms uh. podcast immediately. <laughs> following the cessation of the He-Man podcast, we will skip no episodes. I, I haven't seen this show. It's truly outrageous, Scott. You really ought to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very excited then. And then there she was, the queen. It was as though she appeared out of nowhere, Minister Cloudfoot. Hmm, yes. She does look like the queen, even down to the mask. But we must be certain. <laughs> so uh, the cats take Catcher into the uh, palace and... And they're trying to assess whether uh, Catra is their queen or not. And she is trying to play along. We get a little internal monologue from Catra as she's trying to trick the cats into um, thinking that she is the queen. And so we get a flashback when they try to help jog her memory because she says she can't remember what happened to her. Yes, and so what actually happened was... I guess Hordak just took the cat, no, uh, the cat queen. Well, yeah, the, you... uh, the Horde attacked the cats when they used to live above ground. Oh, and right. And so they went into hiding, but they also captured the queen. There you go. And so they think that she's uh, come back, and they, they, they say they knew it was her because who else would have this uh, magic cat mask? Clearly. Yeah, and, and Catra, <laughs> we get through some internal monologue. We know that um, uh, Hordak gave her that mask, which he must have taken from their cat queen, which was kind of cool. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No, I liked it. Um, and, and in in that scene, I I, I like the old uh, the sorcerer cat or mm-hmm. whatever. Like their minister. Yeah, or and something. he's 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 got like one eye. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like he had two one too many cat fights. <laughs> they reminds me of like the um the kill Rathi and Wing Commander or something like that. Oh yeah 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 that was um yes I highly agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are we are boys from the early 90s so we're we love wing commander stuff yes are you a cat person or a dog person generally speaking i would have said up and down cat person till we got our dog um so i would say personality is more cat person but i I, a cat person and my dog we'll say that (laughs) forget all you other dogs out there that's not true i don't I don't know now. I feel like I'm changing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm Would changing. Would you like to go sing a song about that? I <laughs> <laughs> see. I, well, I, I, I only had dogs when I was younger, and I didn't really know cat that uh-huh. cats that well. And I, and I, I like, I like animals in general, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then when I got married, my wife only had she had two cats, and I liked them a lot. And the only reason I liked them better is because I felt like I didn't have to take care of them as much. 
it's basically like almost having another kid uh-huh. or having if you're a doing kid. it right. It is. Yeah. I think the thing people will always say is like, well, uh, 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 cats uh, affections are a lot harder. Dogs just uh, love, love you anyway. But you know, when we got this dog who was real busted, we got it. Uh, I go the satisfying things to see is the way their personalities change. The more you work with them. So I would say if you're good with any of the animals, you know, you've learned to sort of work at their pace. And it's the satisfying thing about them is to see them grow in development. And if I think if you're doing your, working with your animals right you can set with a cat or a dog and they're actually not that different so so <laughs> okay so, so now your cats song and dogs is, are very similar your, your song has now become like like i had a chance but they're not that different exactly the song speaks to me yeah yeah hand me a cat i will twirl in a meadow with a cat and i'm gonna help the dogs and cats live together in this uh cartoon in movie. <laughs> that's yeah. a beautiful princess song will yeah I'm glad. Glad okay. to hear it. Is that from something? Patent no. pending. Patent pending. Don't, <laughs> you can't you can't have this idea. I, I just wrote that just now. It's good. It's gold. Gold record. <laughs> what? Trademark. One of the puppies has got a giant mechanical hand. <laughs> <laughs> Work it in. <laughs> I want to see a script by five. <laughs> So they have Catra try to prove that she's what the queen. What if the puppies ran a cafe? <laughs> All right, that's my idea. That's me as a cartoon that's executive. A, that's a spin that puppet chow every day. <laughs> what if the dining counter was shaped like a big bone? What if when they open the menu, it's all the same food and it's all dog food? <laughs> and they served everything in dog bowls. <laughs> And put gravy on everything, because that makes it better. And when the waiter comes out, he makes them sit to be a good boy. (laughs) Well, this show is going great. (laughs) We're talking about dogs. It's a cat show. It's a cat show, everybody. We should be talking about cats, but we just kind of got away from ourselves a little bit. You never ask me if I'm a cat or a dog person, so it doesn't matter. Dog person. (laughs) You're a dog person? I bond with dogs. Did you have a really dog like, when you were younger? I did. We okay. had a we had a dog for years and years and years and she lived to like nineteen. Seriously. Holy yeah. Cow. Yeah. And um yeah, so like my my porter is my second dog that I've ever had. I'm very I'm like I'm just a dog person you like hound dogs. I do like hound dogs. They're so pitiful. They're just <laughs> like I don't know what I did. Just <laughs> always. <laughs> What's all that racket? It's it's just pitiful. Yeah, I love, love it. Hot dogs. Although personality wise, I think I'm more like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm standoffish. Y'all don't know. I'm an open book on the podcast, <laughs> but I'm just saying real life, you know. I would have fit right into the cat kingdom. You know what I was thinking about the cat kingdom? It's kinda sad that they had to go underground because it's like, where are they gonna find a patch of sunlight to nap in? I've assumed they had some kind of lamps. I don't know. But well, it just made me like, a little sad. They have like little uh, dappled sunlight spots and they all go take turns standing in it for a little they while. They like fight over mm-hmm. it. No, I mean, they could be like the gypsies where they had like mirrors, you know, where the sunlight comes in there and they can, they can kind of like point oh, the yeah. mirror so that it like worked. reflects it. Okay. I would have loved to have seen that in the episode because I was thinking about like where do they nap in the sun? Uh, where do I sun? <laughs> they would want to know. That's I really think that, I, 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 think, I think they had some pretty good cat jokes with the, in the beginning where he talked about taking a cat nap and it was mm-hmm. he didn't meet the Senate mm-hmm. because he was he was slept too long. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was cute. Yeah. This is Minister Cloudfoot. In Act Three, we find the Queen, and I get stuck in the blinds but refuse all assistance. Good. Then you will not mind submitting to a test. The Queen's mask was very much like your own, but hers had 
magic properties. Let's talk about how Catra tries to uh, prove that she's the queen. Kaz does some kind of zapping through yeah. the helmet. She, she, he the tells her the words <laughs> yeah. to use the thing, and all she does is say them, and then it works. And it's she's a like, freeze ray. It's freeze fire. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, that works. Oh, great. And then they get an alert that some human is uh, coming into their kingdom, and uh, Katra says she knows it's a dangerous dangerous human and the sword lady is she-ra and she's and we, we got to defend against her or in my notes catra gets all the cats again her <laughs> true she-ra. so she-ra sees a terrifying sight first of all she-ra busts through the maze in a straight line because she gets tired of trying to figure it out i did love that, that was like funny. yeah the best way through a maze just kick all the walls down in the middle <laughs> i'll get there so she gets there and she sees a terrifying sight which is like uh 30 cat, 30 man-sized cats charging out of the kingdom at her. And they all have lightsabers. That was also pretty funny. Oh, yeah. What did they call them? They had a name for their... They they, they weren't like... They were like... Um... They were like little daggers almost. Yeah. They well, had... they, well, they were like... Uh, what do they call those? Uh, they called them something the, cool. The like... ja- javelin. Javelin. Oh, okay. They like laser them... javelins. Didn't he call them something cool like your light claws? Like it, yeah. I feel like there was some kind of like cat themed name that they had mm-hmm. to. They were that was uh, very clever. But yeah, no, they captured her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, she did do the freeze fire on her and uh, and froze Shira. Wait till I tell Mordak about this. Then why should I? I have the mask, and I will soon be crowned Queen of Half Moon. And uh, then we uh, see Catra sort of uh, lounging in her new uh, queen quarters and um she is talking to herself about how she's supposed to report back to hordak but if she can be queen she'll just uh develop her own army and that sounds pretty good (laughs) yeah yeah these things are going really well for katra here yeah she wasn't gonna go back to hordak not now and then at the same time shira is um trying to tell her guard uh, where she is captured uh about what's really going on and how uh katra is a fake and the fate of the real queen is that the horde capture her and she's in some sort of like a uh, slave camp. And that gives Sir Percival a lot to think about. I will think it over. Uh, but yeah, he can tell, okay, well, this probably whole like queen back from wherever thing is too good to be true. So yeah, that's probably what this lady said. So he's just some cat acrobatics to scale around the palace and uh, eavesdrops on Catra. And here's her talking to Hordak, who's wondering what's uh, taking so long. So now he believes She-Ra and uh, reports back to She-Ra and um, releases her. And they agree they have to get to the coronation as fast as they can before Catra is um, is uh, crowned as the queen. She's not your queen. She's an imposter. <laughs> Wait, Sir Tal, listen to her. Yes, and then so this is setting us up for a showdown between She-Ra and Catra. And um, they, the other cats are not going to help Catra because the logic is that if it is truly the queen, then she can defend herself against one person. And she cannot. <laughs> yeah, Catra's got like a lot of little buttons on the throne that are supposed to help her, like little laser beams and lightnings and stuff like that. And the whole time Catra's trying to attack She-Ra, She-Ra is just spilling the beans uh, to all the other cats about Not what's been enough, uh, happening and where their real queen is. Uh, and eventually She-Ra wins that fight. And uh, Catra runs away but drops her communicator uh, band. And um, as she's getting away... 
uh, the cats say they aren't called magic cats for nothing, and they have a way <laughs> and to... Then, uh, and then... <laughs> and then it just got great. Yeah. <laughs> then it just got amazing. She cannot tell Hordak what she does not remember. Because then all the cats just shoot green lasers out of their eyes. What? <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, but I was very happy to see it. I was just like, oh, by the way... <laughs> Magic cats. <laughs> this is way better than Cats the Musical. <laughs> Do you know anything about Cats the Musical? I sure don't. Broadway missed me as a child. Imagine oh, what? that. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Come on. I mean, okay, I know that. The one I was called Mr. Something, and he has a lot of zazz. Mr. Mercedes? I think. Yeah, he has a lot of zazz, I would think. I think they all do. <laughs> do they all have zazz? Do they have a lot of zazz? I've never seen it. I, <laughs> I, I was I was an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan, though, so oh, I did okay. listen to his stuff. <sighs> Scott, were you really into, like, Phantom of the Opera, like, in high school, and had, like, feelings about it? Had feelings about yeah, it? Yeah, like, boy feelings, I've like, in seen your room. It. I've seen it. Two times live. Did you ever dress like Phantom of the Opera for I, a Halloween? Dance? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, this is hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. That that's I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pegged you as a Phantom of the Opera fan. Because you talk because you talk about how when you were a kid you really gravitated toward like angry young man music like um like a tool and wallet stuff like chain that. Music. Yeah, wallet chain music. And yeah. so you're like, I, I have a tender side too, Will. So, I, I can appreciate <laughs> other things. So Phantom of the Opera, I guess it's a different type of young man angst. Is, well, did I, you ever I, take a picture holding a single rose? <laughs> no, no, I did not. No. That's just something I feel like. Did you, feel, did you feel like the Phantom of the Opera is like me in some ways? Did you feel well, like yeah, that? Yeah, that's the did whole I thing. Did I feel like that? Like I was a, like maybe I was, you, maybe, like maybe you I didn't was, articulate it to yourself, but that must be what the like I was, was a monster. Is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah. what you're yeah. yeah. Do you feel like a monster in yeah. your heart, an unappreciated monster, and with the soul of a poet? Yeah. If you're a teenage boy, I guess you always do. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You explain my, my my childhood, right? No, I I just I well I really well I I did enjoy the fan of the opera, but um, I really did enjoy his Andrew Lloyd Webber a lot. I'm cool. Okay, yeah, just all of his stuff. Okay, yeah. My boy Feelings Band was Sunny Day Real Estate, whom I also who I who I also still love. Well, that's but. no Phantom of the Opera, Will. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I also liked. Teen angst music, yeah, which I did too. I did yeah. all that stuff too. Like Limp Bizkit, you like Limp Bizkit. I won't deny that we would listen to one or two of the songs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, it was no that era. If you grew that. up in that era, it has it has to happen. I'm I, sorry. I, I met him. He's not that. He's not that fun. I <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that very very easily. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird time for music. It was a weird time for music. It was a weird time for music. For example, Scott was just a fan of the opera. <laughs> like I don't even know what to do anymore. I'd, I liked, yes, I liked intense, intense music. It was, and that's intense in a whole different way. Yeah, it's it's a weird, yes, yes. Okay, I get it. All right, good. Yeah, that used I'm to... glad you get it. <laughs> so just like Scott wants to eradicate this from his memory, <laughs> uh, the cats eradicate Catra's memory so she can't report back that there's that secret uh, society of cats to the horde. And she lands on top of Mantena and says she can't remember anything. Isn't that funny? And uh, Shira wants the cats to do one more magic trick. And what is that magic trick? Um, they're going to use their cat illusion magic, which is very general and widespread and very powerful, too. Mm-hmm. This is very powerful magic they have. They're going to 
transform themselves into Hordak to like trick them into getting their queen back. Which, um, to be fair, Shira, I kind of feel like they could have had that idea on their own, but I guess they didn't specifically know where the queen was. Mm-hmm. Although Hordak in a slave camp would be pretty good guesses mm-hmm. from everyone, but maybe she just has like I don't know all her eyes and feelers in the kingdom, and she's got spies there. She knows where they're at. Yeah. So they turn into Hordak, and they tell some Horde troopers to deliver the queen, like, post-haste to this um, secret landing place. And uh, they drop the queen off. And the queen kind of looks like Catra, but she has, like, a... She's, like, a has, like, a sweet version of Catra's voice, I guess is how I would describe it. Yes. Let's face it. She has none of Catra's, you know, sass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you must be Shira. I've heard of you from Hordak. You're a problem to him. I like that. I wish there was some way for us to repay you. Catra, in some ways, would have been a lot more uh, capable queen. She might have done well for him. She wants the army to do a you good know, job. You know, if Catra could have just gotten out of her little sense of entitlement mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, entitlement is a is a is a killer of a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, Catra, learn. And so that rock monster uh, that he man <laughs> had to teach in our lightning round last episode. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So um, the queen um, thanks uh, Shira, and Shira says the way they can pay her back is to help that prince who ran away like a coward to uh, hide <laughs> his giant wagon of supplies from now on, so he won't be spotted by the horde. With and so the cats agree to do that with their illusions. Yes, I really do like that in Shira, like the idea that all of the, the different groups can kind of use their own skills to mm-hmm. uh, work against the horde. I like that. You know what? I wish that this um, She-Ra show would have been done with like a modern sensibility because if we had more of like a long-term consistent season uh, with show running, we could have seen all these groups slowly band together. Yeah, it would have been, been neat to really see the satisfying. cat people and the trolls and everything get it together and make like a good attempt to take something over. Maybe somebody from the Rebels would have got captured in the episode and they get them back by the end and they're a little weird or something. Like there could have been all kinds of neat stuff that would yes, happen. Yes, and Bo could have still had his loot and sung songs. <laughs> true, true. You can download them on iTunes. Yeah, there you go. Maybe he's slowly he, practicing. He can, he can make money for the rebels. Bo through iTunes would be. <laughs> <laughs> he would be a good Phantom of the Opera. No, he would be into that. No, he wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> Scott knows. Well, the okay. expert. Uh-uh. The expert. No way. He is no Phantom of the Opera. Just so you know. What about Seahawk? Would Seahawk be a Phantom? Of the yes, opera? definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have such conviction about it. That's so funny. <laughs> So, um, Lookie gives uh, a message, and the message is to don't is to is don't litter. Good, yeah. it's a good message, what? but <laughs> but what? But where did it come what from? What the heck was that? Okay, like, here's my theory. I think the first thing you were thinking about is cats litter box litter. That's what I think. That's no, that I think no one thinks but that way. I think way. your brain would accidentally put that together. They probably couldn't even told you that's where it came from. But I think I think that's what was going on in their brains. I think that's where it came from. Maybe they were just having a little round table and they were like, we're all very tired here. Let's what, say some more cat words, guys. Litter box, litter bug. Litter bug, don't be litter bug. Say looky, say that. Okay, we're, we're done. <laughs> like what? Like or they got here to turn this in. Uh, episode uh, 56 <laughs> is called Litter Bugs. I don't know. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hordak's a litter bug. She was a litter bug. They're like, no, bug. no, Bye-bye. no, really, but what Bye-bye. is it called? It, it, what do we call this? What do we call this about this magical cats? Call it magic cats. I'm, uh, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> little, bugs, little, little, little cats. Little cats. All right. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>
no. Yeah, so that that was bananas. A good lesson. I think don't litter needs to be drilled into some adults it that I really know. It really worked. I remember I remember it freaked me out. I'm really strict about about that. I just and I, all people my age I know don't do that because of the litter bug message we got. I I do not throw trash on the ground. I never did when I was a kid. That's great. But I don't think most people do now. I think it really worked. I think all the litter bug messaging really worked. You think so? Yeah, not for corporations, but for individuals. (laughs) (laughs) I pick enough garbage out of my yard on a daily basis to think that's not true. Actually, the wind blows it everywhere. It's very windy here. Very windy. I I have a problem on my street because um, it's like a cut-through street, so Uh people, people like to just throw stuff out the they window. Like, garbage. The, 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 the garbage cut through neighborhoods. The, the, the cut through people. The, the worst was was the teenagers across the street. I don't know what happened to them or whatever. But uh, during the summer, they used to hang out in their car. Listening to Phantom of the Opera because they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> listen to Phantom of the Opera. Sitting out in front of my house, just whatever, hanging out. And I, I mean, whatever. You know, you hang out. But they would leave their trash. Like, they would, they would throw their trash out the window or whatever. Like, Keep it in your car or take it inside the home that you're in, like from like 100 feet the other way, because then I got to clean it out of my yard. I don't pick up Dorito bag. <laughs> it belongs to you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't pick up your trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You guys aren't wearing the mask. It doesn't count. The hole in that bag does not count either. <laughs> All right. So this this episode is called Little Bugs. How do we rate Little Bugs? <laughs> well, if I may brush off an old bit from several years ago, if, if like like a like if Stefan were going to review this episode, I think he would say this episode has everything: uh-huh. quilted doublets. Cats that turn invisible, you know, laser eyes. I give it 4.5 secret cat kingdoms out of five. Yeah, I think because of the nice world building they did, even, even the um, mazes look great and everything. Um, and they and I always love when they play into some sort of like um, rebel world building type stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I, I would agree with that. I would say 4.5. That That's what I right said. Yeah, yeah. Scott, uh, I just want to—I just want to let everybody know. If you feel like Scott went a little quiet, Scott is Sorry. drawing. Scott is Sorry. drawing I, in I, class. I, I, Scott <laughs> has decided to draw a very good, I will say, picture of Skeletor and some lady with very scary eyes. And um, it's Catra. <laughs> okay. There's uh, there's uh, there's there, there's one scene in the episode that I was watching, and I don't know why they did it, but it was like hyper realistic Catra, <laughs> and they like went out of their way to make it look wonderful and almost like it like the quality of he-man went up like 30 percent. this is really gonna freak out some kids <laughs> yeah her cheekbones are just like they can it, cut they, they, like good. i don't know what it is the outline or something just just it's like perfect mm-hmm. it's really good well i give your drawing 4.9 what do you give this episode <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say 4.3 i really i really enjoyed it it's cat uh-huh. jokes and uh <laughs> all, all, all. I mean, all the good cat world. If you like cats, this is a great episode. <laughs> I highly recommend okay. it to cat people and non-cat people. <laughs> okay, it works for both of you. Okay, excellent. When those cats started shooting laser da- lasers out of their eyes, I was just, I was just intrigued. I like the 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 bright claw, the the la- the throwing laser swords. Yeah. That was pretty. These cool. are all words to excite your brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Excellent. Awesome. And that's our show for today. Next week, we'll be reviewing Season 2, Episode 75, He-Man, to save Skeletor. He-Man has to work with Skeletor, and the teacher will give them a group grade. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have questions or comments for us to discuss, and we hope you do, you can send us anything. Just send us any thoughts about the new He-Man film. Do you have an idea for a toy? If you were a He-Man guy, what would you look like? What sort of He-Man toy do you like the best? Tell us all about that at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And subscribe to our show on iTunes. And if you'd like to message us on e- any of those social media. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. want to hear from you. Yeah, we'd like to hear from you. Yeah, te- even, if you even have picky things about, like, actually in your episode, uh, <laughs> Buzz Off has three wings because bees really do have three oh, yeah. wings. Oh, yeah, I would love to read that. I want, I want to hear anything about that. I want, yeah. to, hear, I want to hear everything. I want to hear you, all your problems with our shows. Yeah, I, I want to hear about, like, little sisters breaking your toys. I yeah, want I want to hear, to hear about, all your problems with your life. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just rap. What's your favorite TV show? You know, how are you feeling today? How many days would you let a litter box go before you change it? And how many litter bugs do you know on your street? <laughs> and are you picking up litter? Do you pick up litter when you go outside even if you didn't throw it down? That means you're a good citizen. And you could also send us a friend request on Xbox by searching for robot pageant, one word, I don't. Can you can you play characters that you created on WWE? I think 2K so. We need to try it. <laughs> Please don't do this. Or just or just be friends with us. Just be friends so we can just say hi. You can maybe send us a message. Say hey, we know you from uh, the podcast. And actually, you've got that buzz off fact wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear about it. Just be friends. Just nice to be friends. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. One word. Big trouble. Robot pageant. And we want to thank you for listening. And please remember, if you're a dog person, you would also enjoy this episode. (laughs) I punched and I kicked and I lazed all night. And the gods have me fixed in their glorious sight. When you're fighting, be fightful. Never dare to be frightful. For today is the last day. than wonderful. It's perfect. Why, Shira, you even speak our language. Main Coon Will. Main Coon Will. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> please, please do a cat for us. Oh, yeah. I wish to do a cat throw up noise. That's pretty good. I'm going to... What? That was good. That was As... horrible. <laughs> they should have more. There should have been a cat, a, a cat throw up joke in this episode. I just in the middle of conversation, just called the cat log. He's like, yeah, that happens. We're cats. We'll yeah. even talk about it. Yeah, it's fine. Or even just like a, <clears throat> and just like it spits out a cat all log. over the courtyard. It's just yeah. there. Like I'm not gonna clean up. There's not humans here. It's just gonna be there. It's gonna lay there. <laughs> it dries up and they just like it's just like a dust ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm so upset.